I've barely shared my story. I've been so busy interviewing people all further along in their walks than I am. A smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Whatever it is, that first job is going to be game changer because it teaches you so much. Although I can't really remember for the counselor and training job, just having that job, just getting me started making money, got me going in the right direction. The journey to wealth is a long walk, and some may walk quicker than others, but what good is sprinting to the finish line if you pass out when you cross it? On Walk to Wealth, we enlighten and empower young adults to build wealthy, abundant lives. They say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, and your first step starts right now. This is Walk to Wealth with your host, John Mendez. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Walk to Wealth podcast. If you're tuning in on YouTube or any of the podcast directories, make sure to give us a follow because I don't want you to have FOMO and miss out on any of the amazing guests that I'm bringing this year, any of the amazing solo episodes that I got coming on this year. And today's a special one because I haven't done a solo episode in a while. And this solo episode is going to be different than all the other ones that I've done so far. So I'm going to be sharing a lot more of my story. I started this podcast really to start documenting the journey that I've been on, on my way to wealth, right? I wanted to document my walk to wealth instead of me becoming wealthy and saying, hey, I made it to the top. Here's how I did it. I wanted to document while I'm on the way to the top and tell the people to come with me so we can go to the top together. And that's really why I wanted to start the podcast. My friend Marcus, he it was his idea to start the podcast, but then the vision for walk to wealth, that was all mine. And from there, now we're almost, man, we're over a hundred episode in, and I've barely shared my story. I've been so busy interviewing people. And of course, these people are all amazing, successful people, people all further along in their walks than I am. And a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So it's great to have people that I'm interviewing, great to have people that I'm running from. I'm going to start dropping a whole lot of solo episodes and solos episode series and so this series is going to be the start of how I made 20000 in an hour. It still sounds crazy to say. I can't believe it, man. I really made 20 bands, 20 bands in an hour. And a lot of the time people, they come on and it's like, here's my six step process for how I made 50K in a day or 50K off of a webinar. And they share their process and then you try it and then you fail miserably because you realize then that Although they gave you the playbook, they didn't tell you all that stuff that led up to it. So in this first episode, I'm going to share with you my very first job because every step of my journey helped me help play into where I'm at now. And so this first episode is going to be about my first job, which let me take you back in a time machine. This was back in high school. So the first job for me, I never thought about making money. I had boys that were all about selling sneakers. I had boys that we're a very entrepreneurial long before I knew what entrepreneurship even was. And it's not something that really ever interests me. I never was trying to make a quick buck. I was never trying to make money. I was just playing video games. I did great in school. I played sports, but that was about it. I never thought about starting a business or finding ways to sell something or sell candy bars or have the paper out, sell sneakers, sell kicks, sell you know, clothes, designer, whatever, whatever. And that's a lot of the stuff that people were doing my age. And for me, for whatever reason, I wasn't really interested. And it wasn't until 
around, if I'm not mistaken, my when I was 15 turning 16, so if I'm not mistaken, this is sophomore year going into junior year. This is summertime. One of my counselors, Emily, one of my good friends now, uh, they, had an, they had an opportunity to become a counselor in training. And this was my first technical, like technically official job. So at that point in time, I was 15 and I grew up going to Boys and Girls Club. I went to the Boys and Girls Club very early on. And then I ended up going to another Boys and Girls Club in the same city. And from there, I've been there pretty much since sixth grade. And so now I'm about to be a junior in high school. So I've been in Boys and Girls Club for a while. I was very involved with the programs. I was there almost pretty much every day after school, played for the Boys and Girls Club basketball team for a little bit. I was super involved. And that's where I spent majority of my time after school. That job for me, it, it taught me really just how to have a job. Because at that point in time, I was almost adulting, I feel. At least it felt like it, I was adulting because I would have summer conditioning Monday through Friday. And then from there, that's almost 6 in the morning to like 7.30ish in the morning. Then I have to get home. Then I would have to shower, eat breakfast, change, and then be at Boys and Girls Club by 9. Work 9 until the afternoon. I forget how long I used to actually work. But then from there... In the afternoon, some nights, I would have football uh, football camps to go to. And so I felt like I was living like an, a real adult life, you know, working out in the morning and going to my job and then uh, going out in the afternoon to train even more. I was busy during that time period. I learned how to manage my time better. I learned about discipline. I learned about how to move when you're tight on a schedule. I learned a lot. And I, it's hard to, my memory is kind of a blur from that period in my life. But for the most part, it was a very good experience. I got my first paycheck. I figured out what it was like to have a job, to come in, have to punch in, punch out. I got that experience. And although there was not too many like solid memories that I can really recall, just having that job, it sparked something in me at that point in time. Because up to that, I never had a job before. And it was the first one. It was the start. It was a short, but it was a start. And that for me was a really good opportunity. And I think I got paid like maybe $500 for the summer or Somewhere around five hundred thousand dollars for the summer. I forget how much exactly. I know it wasn't much, but as I said, it was a good experience. And at that point in time, I was fifteen, so it's not like I was going to find a job anywhere else, like an actual job that pays me a paycheck anywhere else. Also, around that time period, one of my boys used to caddy. He caddied for a while. I think in middle school he started caddying, and he always tried to put people on. He always tried to tell people about caddying, how we should be caddying, and stuff like that, and how it was good money, and he was making good money on the weekends, and it's not much work. And for me, one year, and I believe it was my sophomore year, I decided to go out and train to become a caddy. I think I went to go train twice. And then from there, I just started showing up in the mornings on the weekends. And we always would come in, we would go sit in the back room where the caddy sat, and then we would wait to get called out. And I would come in, and I would come in, I would come in, and I would never get called out to go. And I didn't have a car at that point in time. So I usually would ride with Rico, and we'll go there, Rico would go out, his stepdad would go out and then I would never get to go out at that point in time. So after a certain point in time, I just like, you know what? Screw this. Like, I'm just not going to come back because there's no point. And it's about walking wise, it's probably close to like an hour, and a half, maybe longer, um, maybe shorter. It's a, it's a long walk. It's almost two exits away. And at that point in time, I didn't have Uber or Lyft. So I would have to literally either walk or catch the bus. And so I normally would catch the bus, but even still, it was a journey to get to there, especially when I couldn't get a ride back. Or sometimes I would just wait in the car. And there's a lot of times, as I said, where I just didn't get called out. So I just stopped showing up, stopped showing up after my sophomore year. 
then junior year, I was like, you know what? Let me go back. And I'm pretty sure Rico told me to go back. And the day that I went back, there was a big tournament. And at that tournament, there were more golfing pairs than there were caddies for them. So I got to go and four caddy for a group of four. And from there, I ended up making, it was a Friday. I did 18 holes. A Saturday, I did 27 holes. And then Sunday, another 18 holes. And I ended up making close to $600 just to literally watch golf balls fly around. I didn't have to carry any bags. I didn't have to lift anything for the most part. Maybe I had to carry a couple putters, which is like some of the golf clubs. But aside from that, I virtually did nothing. And the team I was caddying for, so even though they weren't winning, it was really a fun time, honestly. And so my biggest takeaways from them is that I learned what I felt like to make money for the first time because with caddying, I was actually getting paid pretty decent money. The summer counselor and training job, money-wise, wasn't all that good. But with that first time caddying, I made almost 600 bucks in a weekend. So for me, I was like, as a high schooler, at that time, I never had a job, really, an actual job. So I was like, man, this is really good money. And from there, I started caddying virtually every weekend. And it helped me pay for a lot of my stuff in high school, unfortunately. Didn't have the most money growing up. We had Section 8. We had the food stamps. Money was always tight growing up. My grandparents didn't work. And my sister's younger than me, so it's not like she's going to be out there making money. And I didn't work, so I wasn't really out there making money. So money was always tight and having that caddying job and helped me get through a lot of time, helped me eat at school, helped me buy snacks at JROTC, uh, which was they all, JROTC had a little snack store and helped me get by. I also realized how peaceful golf is. You know, we go in on a Saturday, Sunday morning, beautiful weather, and it's just nice and calm. There's no noise, no extra, just peaceful and just very, very calming. And also... I love getting paid same day. That's another thing. I love getting my money. I was in and I was out. If you're someone that's kind of struggling to find a job and you're younger, caddying, usually in the summertime, most places are always looking for caddies. And if you can find a good, you know, a good golf club to caddy for, man, it could help change your life. That helped me a ton. You can probably get four caddying if you caddy for a group of four. You can make anywhere from 120 to 160. At least that's what I was making. 120 or 160 to watch people swing <laughs> golf clubs around. I didn't have to carry anything. I would just watch the ball, make sure the ball didn't get lost. All right, and then from there, uh, if you're carrying a bag, you could probably make anywhere from like 60 on the low, low end to 120, 140 per bag, depending on where and who you're caddying for. And so you caddy, you can mostly do two bags. You can make anywhere from 120 to 240, depending. Usually you get a lot more money uh, carrying bags and you do four caddying. So it all depends on really where you go. But for me, I used to four caddy and that's pretty much all I did. And I loved it because I didn't have to carry anything and I would, I had good vision. So I'd never lose a ball. So that's pretty much how I got my first two jobs. Those really carried me out throughout high school. And then in the next part of the series, I'm going to let you guys know how I got fired in college at two in the morning and started dancing because I enjoyed it. And that is pretty much all for this episode. I want you guys to know that Whatever it is, that first job is going to be game changing because it teaches you so much. Although I can't really remember for the counselor and training job, just having that job, just getting me started making money, got me going in the right direction. And then caddying definitely helped me out a ton in high school. So getting that first job, whatever it is, it's mainly for the experience to get you start getting a little bit of money and feeling what that's like to help you start getting time management, to being somewhere on time, to being punctual. There's so many things you learn 
from that first job. So for anyone that needs to get a first job and is struggling and is younger, caddying, try that. I definitely recommend it. And actually in the next episode, I'm gonna tell you guys how I got fired from my first job. So I'll see you then. You've now finished taking the first step. Now let us help you take the next one. Subscribe to our newsletter at walktowealth.com. That's walk, the number two, wealth.com. So we can keep you moving on your journey. We'll see you on the next episode of Walk to Wealth with John Mendez.